0: The biggest and most powerful hack that we have to make habits stick, so behavior change, is to make the reward of the action of the habit immediate and satisfying. Want to know how? Let's go.
1: Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go!
0: So, welcome back to the show, everybody. Andy Naylor here, CEO and founder of Naylor Body Design, and your host. And today we go into another episode in the habit series that we are running. And really, we're delving into sort of the behavioral change of habits. We've already established through this series that habits are, habits form at least 50 percent of everything that we do. We're doing so many things on an unconscious basis. If we can start to harness that side of our life, success is going to be so much easier. So we have covered in this behavioral change part of of the series, the cue. We need to make the cue of the habit obvious. We need to make the craving, which is the next step, attractive. We need to make our response, the action, easy. Today, we're talking about the reward. This is it. This is really the key, in my opinion the reward, because it's the thought of the reward that kicks up dopamine. And it's dopamine that basically runs the show. Let's just be clear about that the the cue the craving the response are all just the pathways the steps towards the reward the kickback the payoff and so our goal here in terms of behavior change is to make the reward well immediate and satisfying immediate and satisfying okay examples now as you know, and as I've mentioned a couple of times, a lot of my learnings, and the reason I've actually done this series is because I have recently read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's insanely insightful. I, I would recommend everybody go read it. And the I'm going to read from it, and I'm going to read um, really just the example of, of how to make a reward satisfying and how how powerful that can be, yet how simple. So... In the late 1990s, a public health worker named Stephen Luby left his hometown in Nebraska. He bought a one-way ticket to Karachi in Pakistan. Karachi was one of the most populous cities in the world, and by 1998, over 9 million people called it home. A lot of people. It was the economic centre of Pakistan and a transportation hub with some of the most active airports and seaports in the region. In the commercial parts of the town, you could find all of the standard urban amenities and bustling downtown streets. But in Karachi, it was, also, uh, it was one of the least livable cities in the world. Over 60% of Karachi's residents lived in squatter settlements and slums. These densely packed neighbourhoods were filled with makeshift houses cobbled together from old boards, cinder blocks and other discarded materials. There was no waste removal system no electricity grid, no clean water supply. When dry, the streets were overrun by a combination of dust and trash. When wet, they become a muddy pit of sewage. Mosquito colonies thrived in pools of stagnant water. Children played amongst the garbage. Unsanitary conditions led to widespread illness and disease. Contaminated water sources caused epidemics of diarrhea, vomiting, and abdominal pain. Nearly one third of children living there were malnourished. With so many people crammed into such a small place, viruses and bacterial infections uh, spread rapidly. It was a public health crisis that had uh, brought Stephen to Pakistan. Okay. Luby and his team realized that in an environment with poor sanitation, the simple habit of washing your hands could make a real difference to health of the residents. But they soon discovered that many people were already aware that hand-washing was important. And yet, despite this knowledge, many residents were washing their hands in a haphazard fashion. Some people just run their hands under water quickly. Others would wash only one hand. Many would simply forget to wash their hands before preparing food. Everyone said hand-washing was important, but few people made a habit out of it. The problem wasn't knowledge. The problem was consistency. Uh, That's when Luby and his team partnered with Procter & Gamble to supply the neighborhood with Safeguard soap. Now, compared to your standard bar of soap, using Safeguard was a more enjoyable, satisfying experience. In Pakistan, Safeguard was a premium soap. The study participants Uh, Commonly mentioned how they liked using it. The soap foamed easily. The people were able to lava their hands with suds. It smelled great. Instantly, hand washing became more pleasurable. Instantly. Quote I see the goal of hand washing promotion not only as behavior change, but also habit, habit adoption, Luby said. It is a lot easier for people to adopt a product that provides a strong positive sensory signal, for example mint taste of toothpaste than it is to adopt a habit that does not provide pleasurable, sensory feedback like flossing's one teeth. The market team at Procter & Gamble talked about trying to create a positive hand-washing experience. Now, so basically what they've done in, in a grand scheme there is if is they've taken what is clearly an extremely important thing to do that not enough people were doing because... Maybe the doing it wasn't particularly immediately rewarding, and they've just replaced the bar of soap with one that was better. The people then got a better experience washing their hands. Now, within months, the researchers saw a rapid shift in the health of children in the neighborhood. The rate of diarrhea fell by 52%, pneumonia by 48%, and a bacterial skin infection fell by 35%. This is just a really simple explanation of. How powerful this stuff is. This is in an environment where there was every reason going to wash hands, but it still wasn't getting done. Change one thing, the experience, the immediate reward of washing hands, and then immediately it gets done. Another little example um, is the world of chewing gum, of all odd things. Okay, take the story of chewing gum. Chewing gum had been sold commercially throughout the 1800s, but it wasn't until Wrigley launched in 1891 that it became a worldwide habit. Early versions were made from relatively bland resins, chewy but not tasty. Wrigley revolutionized the industry by adding flavors like spearmint and juicy fruit, which made the product flavorful and fun to use. Then they went a step further and began pushing chewing gum as a pathway to a clean mouth. Advertising uh, told readers to refresh your taste. Tasty flavors and the feeling of a fresh mouth, instant reward, uh, provided little bits of immediate reinforcement and made the product satisfying to use. Consumption skyrocketed and Wrigley became the largest chewing gum company in the world. Just examples, really, of how all of these have had an immediate and satisfying reward. They make the action really easy and enjoyable to perform. Therefore, a habit is performed. Easy, immediate. Now, when we're looking at rewards, let's just go back a step and understand something fundamental. We have delayed and immediate rewards. Something like delayed gratification and an an immediate reward, an immediate payoff. The human brain has not evolved away from wanting immediate rewards. Our brain looks for immediate rewards, why? Well, I think we've been around about 2000 years and about 2000 years ago, our earliest ancestors were immediate reward thinkers. Makes sense. They weren't thinking weeks, months, years down the line. They were thinking immediate survival. Do something, get immediate survival hunt, eat, okay? Don't get mauled by a saber-toothed tiger. Find shelter. It's all immediate things. Do something, have an immediate reward. That is how our brain works. Alphas, I interrupt this show with a simple message. This show is here to benefit you and your progression to the best version of yourself, but not only just you, It's also here to benefit the people around you, your loved ones, your friends, other alphas in your vicinity. So why not do a really cool thing today? Something that I would thank you for and maybe someone else would. Share this podcast with at least one other alpha out there who you know would benefit from it. Why not share the information, share the ability for someone else to grow? I'm sure they would thank you. I 100% would absolutely thank you. This podcast only grows by our listeners, our followers doing amazing things like Giving us five star reviews, downloading podcasts, subscribing, and then of course sharing it with other people. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Share it with one person, and of course, drop us a five star review. Download the podcast, and of course, subscribe. And now back to the show. Now, it's only been in about the last five hundred years or so, as as our world has changed, that we've shifted to a delayed reward environment. Our environment has shifted our brain hasn't. Diet now, so pain now, weight loss later, okay? That's a delayed reward. Learn now, as in maybe devote time to something now, better paid rewards later, okay? Go without now, have more or better later. That is a delayed reward system. And this is Also called is a time inconsistency. Your brain is evaluating based on instant gratification timescales, securing shelter, finding next meal, avoiding danger, right? That's not our world now, is it? So we're now, when it comes to thinking about rewards, we're we're literally pushing up against thousands of years of unevolved brain by hoping that we can reward ourselves later and hoping that that habit sticks. It's, it's, we, we need, if we want to win, we need to play smarter than that. We have to find just, again, simple, simple, easy ways to, I don't want to say trick our brain, but shall we just say reward our brain now for something, even though really possibly the, the, the behavior, the habit is going to kick back further down the line. Okay, We need to get an instant reward. Um, this is playing into our brain's natural desire and tendency for some sort of instant gratification. So the, the way in which I would, I would suggest and encourage to try this is the instant gratification won't necessarily be the kickback from the reward. Think about it, diet now, uh, weight loss later. Well, we, we can't make weight loss happen now. Like, so we can't use that as the instant gratification. We've got to find something else. So let's find feeling successful. The, the feeling of being a success is a huge reward. It feels like a step forward in something. The, the feeling of success is a reward in of itself. In a perfect world, the habit for the ha- doing the habit would be the reward. But it clearly doesn't work like that because we need something instant. So, but also in the early adoption of a new habit, it normally requires some sort of sacrifice, doesn't it? Right? You need to eat less. Need to move more need to go to bed early, need to not have a drink at the weekend. So we we need to end the behavior with some sort of success, even though the, the real success might be f- way further down the line. We need to end the initial behavior with some sort of success and immediate reward. Okay, Dopamine, oh, we then get tricked around to going around it again. So here's a really simple example. Let's say Let's say you need to stop eating out so often and so much because it's stopping you from losing weight, okay? So you need to lose weight. That's the goal, right? That's going to take time and happen sort of down the road. That's not going to happen immediately, okay? So you need to lose weight. You can't use that as the immediate reward, okay? So you've got to somehow make the not going out for nice foods a success. Here's one way you could do it. Open up a separate bank account or a separate – part of your bank account and label it something that you want, something that you need, something that you desire. For example, family holiday fund, new leather jacket, city break with the missus, house extension. I don't know. Something that means something to you. Now, each time you would normally go out for something to eat or you, you, oh, shall we go out? Shall we not? And you decide not to, You transfer the average amount of money that you would have spent into that account okay? because you were going to spend it anyway. So transfer into that account. You now get an instant reward, instant success and gratification, because you see that you've just got one step closer to a completely different goal. Two birds, one stone, anybody. So you've now not gone out for something to eat. You've moved one step closer to the losing weight goal, but you've also just moved one step closer to another goal, which is, I don't know, like family holiday. Easy. Like super, super simple, but you've now got immediate gratification for not doing the thing that you probably wanted to do. You've moved towards two goals. Really, really easy. But you can then go further. Maybe you pass up on a, a night going out for drinks, move some money over. Maybe you skip your morning luxury latte and favorite chocolate filled pastry, which would be mine, move some money over instant rewards all over the place. you're rewarding yourself for going without something to move towards a bigger purpose, getting in shape, you know losing weight, whatever it might be. but at the same time you're this is just one way that you can move towards another goal at the same time. It, super simple. go looking for ways to reward yourself for doing whatever it needs to be done to move towards the goal. Even though the goal, right, the the losing weight, whatever it might be, is is, is weeks and months down the road, that's not immediate success. That's why this always feels difficult. Because our brain is wired for immediate gratification. So just find a way to create immediate gratification. Just think, how, how could I make this action feel good? What can I do? This was a really easy example. So... This is possibly one of the most important. I think if you can find ways to get immediate gratification um, and a feeling of success, and I mean a true feeling of success from doing something that you might not always want to do, you'll be so much more successful, so insanely more successful. Okay? The laws of behavior change. Make it obvious if you want to add it in. Make it attractive. Make it easy. And make it satisfying make it an instant reward. The more you can do that, the more you will start to have a a truly impactful movement forward in the 50% of the things that you're doing habitually every day. You get a handle on those, you're unstoppable. So I hope that today has been useful, nice and short and sharp, keep your rewards as immediate and as satisfying as possible, and you will make progress. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you found something useful. As always, a like, um, give me some feedback, download, share with a friend, whatever it might be. I thank you. I'll see you on the next episode.
1: Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore underscore pure underscore elite underscore pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.